0: This is Packer and Durham on ACCN and SiriusXM channel 371. <laughs> Packer Durham, it is a Friday. We have made it almost to the weekend. We continue to stream live on the ESPN app. The number for the program is 844-844. Say, ACCN, everybody is accounted for. I saw Otto earlier. He's bright,
1: chipper. He's good to go. He's is he back helping the cri- in the yard with Mrs. P this No, morning? Mrs. P's
0: out and doing her thing, man. Okay. She's, she's right. got the gardening thing rocking and rolling. Otto's good to go. Captain Ron's here. Robert's here. Chester's sound asleep on the Roger Goodell Fuller's chair. Fuller's on my feet. Yeah, Fuller's leaning up against Buddy West. Yeah. You uh, got the vocal cords all right after a PGA uh, Championship Round 1 yes. performance? very nice. Did you give a scream yesterday? Not really. No, it's either yes or no. It's not That would really. be a no.
1: Yeah, no, I didn't think you would. I know you and dozens are disappointed. But I'll be back there this afternoon, so there's always a chance. And then Saturday and Sunday, so you never know.
0: You got to give us one. You'll you gotta, be on you Air gotta Italia, so one. it won't matter. Well,
1: wait a minute. I'll be watching. No, you won't. You're right. Okay, I won't be watching. Um. So, how are we doing on packing? I have not, of course. When we leaving tomorrow? Tomorrow. Okay. Two weeks. Okay. All right.
0: Got people staying at the house. We got everything. We got all that done.
1: People staying at the house tonight.
0: We got people. Hey, oh. I,
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, the leaning uh, tower of pizza and the Pac Man. Uh, that
0: is not on the agenda. I I find this insulting. I am not going to... This is not all... That's on the no, agenda. That could be on the
1: agenda pretty quick. Golly, that looks like a bad Gallo ad.
0: <laughs> all right, that, what else we that's got? That's... Uh, uh, oh, Rome? yeah, selfies.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm not selfies. into the selfie the thing, but we
0: will be in Rome. Going to the Coliseum? Uh, I've been to the Coliseum. Are it's you Going back to the Coliseum. As I said on Twitter once, that's the original Death Valley. You you know, Clemson and LSU have this argument. <laughs> that's exactly right. Clemson and LSU have this argument about uh, de- the Death Valley. Again, the answer is pretty easy. Yeah. Clemson did it, and LSU stole it, like usual. Mm-hmm. But the original Death Valley is that joint. There Dude, when they start letting loose of lions and tigers and bears, and you're like, hey, you're running for your life. I don't want to hear about crowd noise. The
1: original Death Valley.
0: The was... The Colosseum in Rome is the original up
1: Death or Valley. Thumb down. down. In right. every sense of the word. Yeah. Hey, oh, hey. My God. The Alps, the Italian Alps on the laptop.
0: Yeah, uh, that's uh, on the agenda. Oh, in that's Switzerland.
1: Switzerland. Oh, not that Uh that You name. can
0: tell by the Wake Forest flag in a very distant. You can see the Wake Forest flag way, way, way back in the distance
1: This is unbelievable. I love the photoshops that. Crafted for the show.
0: Staff's working hard on that. Yeah, they are.
1: Apparently, we got big guests here today. Chris. Yeah, but we got
0: people at the house for the next couple of weeks. Going to chill out with all that stuff. Okay, it's gonna be nice. Yeah. Everything's occupied. Good to go.
1: Yeah,
0: we're about ready to go. But I, you know, I, to me, this trip is going to be like Christmas shopping. No, I don't get started shopping for Christmas till like a day or two before the day. I mean, that's when the professionals come out. Yeah, I mean, anybody can shop when the shelves are stocked? Sure. Right when you go, it's like Halloween time to go Christmas shopping. No. The pros come out late. You've always
1: said you like to do that. Late. Yeah, the pros.
0: So that's kind of how I am with the packing. I won't worry about packing for two weeks until probably sometime at night.
1: Nice. Okay. Good. What else you want to know? How's your Italian? Bandy. the band? Oh, my God. I've been working oh on it. Have you? see si. <laughs> All right. There are a few things we need to make sure you know how to say in Italian. Oh,
0: is this coming from you? Huh?
1: For instance, yeah, what, what do you have? What do you have for me in this department? Right here. Alarite ACC. Do you have the ACC network? See, si. No, no, that's the question you'll need to ask. I can tell you what the answer will be. No.
0: <laughs> right. I will have the ACC network Packard Durham gear. In Europe,
1: as I always do. What about you're this Turkey, one?
0: Turks and Caicos, Amsterdam, Barcelona. You know I'm
1: going to take that. How About over this right here. What is it? Do Italians call Wake Forest the Swiss? Si. No, you have to ask the question. Oh well, why you ask? Why do you I'm look at me and you ask you the it question? I'm showing on the screen. These are the these are the phrases you need to learn. You've got all this other Italian committed to memory, but what about this? Well, by the way, I already.
0: The only thing I have packed. I've packed one thing: the flag. The Wake Forest Women's Golf Program sent me, which by I asked, right? And they sent me yeah. a little Wake Forest Swiss memento that That's I'm right. taking with me to Switzerland. There you go. We're, I'm going to do something fun with that when we get over All there. right.
1: Okay. What else you got? Here's the other one. This one might be for Emmy and uh, Gigi. Can you record this TikTok? No, I
0: that I will not know how to say or do. I'll have to contact our bud, Emily Cole, yeah. for help on that one. MCO
1: Emco. Friends Caller Imco. Yeah. Uh, here's probably the one you're going to need Sunday night. Did Tiger win? I know the answer to that. No. <laughs> no. All right. Tiger, nove
0: copo indieto. What is that? He's nine shots back. Nine
1: <laughs> shots back. <laughs> that is it, by the way. All right. And then here's the one that probably will come in most handy. Where did Paolo Banquero get drafted? Nove. Ninth. Look at our people going international with some of the languages. Hey,
0: this is an international show. Is there ever any doubt about that? <laughs> I mean, is there another? Let me ask you something. Yeah. Is there another conference network of all of them that you want to add? Longhorn Network, Pac-12, SEC, Big Ten, whatever. Anybody else talk as much international sports as we do? No. Because
1: no. we talk about Swiss a we lot. We talk
0: about the Swiss. We have international in our DNA in this league with the Swiss. Oh, my God. How many... We're going to have an international interview today on the show. Yeah. I mean, nobody does more international interviews than we do. That's right. Nobody in the conference network That's business.
1: Right. Yeah. I can't wait. Um, speaking of the show today, we have a terrific guest list for you. Uh, Emma Gossman is going to be here. Debut. Yeah. Rowing. I knew I knew before we were Stroke. done. No, no, it's this. Whatever. It's not the
0: you know. It's not camp. Hey, when you're sitting at the end of the boat or the shell, yeah, and you have your own rowing rankings, yeah.
1: say whatever you want. Emma Gossman will be here, uh, member of the Syracuse rowing team. Looking forward to talking to her. She's a senior from North Andover, Massachusetts, right? So we're going to talk to her. Uh, Eight thirty, Brittany McKinney will be here ahead of the regionals. The regionals start at noon today yep. on ACC Network. We'll send you to Clemson first and then off to Virginia Tech. That's where, you know, those are historic, landmark, first time ever hosting situations.
0: Duke also hosts. That's right. For the first time yep. ever, six ACC teams are in the NCAA Softball yep. Championship tournament. Uh, Petra Hewell is going to be here. And she's from? Where's she from, Wes? <laughs>
1: Go ahead, tell him. Australia. That's right. The international
0: international flavor continues on Packer Endurance.
1: She makes her debut. She is the number three ranked women's tennis player in the NCAA. And of course, the regionals go there. No, no. The regional,
0: no, no. I mean, the The individuals individuals begin next week. Right. The team competition ends this weekend. We have good news on the front. From the men's side, Virginia with a big upset win, which we'll get to. And then you've got four ACC women's tennis teams in action
1: today. That's right. Trying to get to the semifinals. The semifinals
0: and the finals are this weekend. That's it. For the team. Individuals individuals start Monday.
1: Uh, Nine o'clock, Bubba Cunningham will be here.
0: You know how you say Bubba in Italian? Do you? No, I don't. You want to
1: tell you? Sure. Bubba. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So Bubba Cunningham will be here at 9 o'clock, and we did not have a chance to visit with him at length at Amelia Island. However, we're going to visit with him today, and all points in between. And Bubba, by the way, recent contract extension, well-deserved at North Carolina. But at the same time, North Carolina and Bubba Cunningham in particular have kind of been at the forefront of all this with NIL. He's the first one member that brought up antitrust and all that stuff. We have the portal and everything else. It's safe to say we like to check in with him intermittently <laughs> just to make sure that we've got our ducks in a row here and that you, the, the loyal viewer listener, are also informed with what may be the latest topics of discussion amongst administrators and college athletics.
0: And I knew that uh, we were in good shape uh, coming back from Amelia Island uh, last Thursday because Bubba and his lovely wife Tina were Fabulous. sitting two rows in front of us. Yeah. So I knew that plane was going to be on time.
1: Yeah, because Bubba was on it.
0: Bubba's on it. Yeah. I mean, they're not going to let the North Carolina Athletic Director run late in American Airlines. Uh-uh. Me, totally different story. Yeah. But when I saw Bubba and Tina walk on board and sit down right in front of us, I was like, man, we're good to go. Yeah. Luggage, no problem. On time, no problem. American Airlines, get the job done. Good. So,
1: all that coming up on uh, on the Friday. By the way, edition. Bubba
0: was sitting back with uh, me, though. Coach. No, we, we, hey, because you know I like sitting back the, in the 30s 41, and the 40s if yeah. they got it. Mm-hmm. Bubba was two rows of... He was one of those West Durham single-digit guys. Rows one, two, three, you four, five. Fly more. <laughs> Bubba was back there with the poultry and chicken.
1: steerage, and... as I call it. Yeah. yeah, friend of mine says, "Where were you steerage?" Oh, 64Q. Yeah, that's, that's it. it. I,
0: that's... I like it. And the, you know, Amy is like, you know, I really don't like sitting in the back.
1: I'm like, I love sitting back here. So where are you sitting going to Italy? Oh, we're back. Oh, but it's a giant plane, man! You know, come on. Oh, man. I know it's a giant plane. So, and everybody's about. ready. You got all your money. You got all your lira. You got all your money. You take no money. Credit cards, plastic. Got you in trouble last time. I got euros. I got last Euro, time, last lira. time you went to Western Europe, went to Amsterdam and ended up. Do you want that story? Yeah, you need to tell this story right, here, right. here at the top. All right, I'll get because you are you. Have I love of, this
0: story. You have. Built this story up, and I don't think it's that big a deal, but I'll just tell it. Well,
1: I can tell you this. The minute Casey O'Brien, who helps produce our show, heard Golden Goose, it became a big story.
0: Again, if you know anything about me through all the years of radio TV, you know I simply do not care about fashion at all. At all. This is, for me, this is formal wear. We're in a button down shirt. Right, but go ahead. So, with that said. We went to, I took the girls, P. Uh, we went to Amsterdam and Barcelona. It's the last time we went to Europe. And this was three years ago. And on our girls, Gigi and Emmy, all they wanted to do when I said, hey, we're going to go to Amsterdam. Oh, it's going to be great. Golden goose. All they talked about was golden. And I, I have no idea what they're talking about. And so I said, What is golden goose? Dad, these are the coolest shoes. I was like, okay, great shoes, women, I get it. You know, it's connected. It's like me and barbecue. You know, it's me, barbecue, women, and and Shoot, shoes. That's right. just the way it works. Uh-huh. So they apparently have this like ultimate golden goose store in Amsterdam. I said, All right, we'll put it on the list, no problem. So they find the golden goose store. And you
1: have no idea what these are. I don't even
0: I have only I said, golden goose shoes, that's all I need to hear. I'm like, yeah, well, whatever. Everybody's got eight trillion pairs of shoes. Are they wooden? <laughs> so um <laughs> <laughs> so hardly we go and they find the store all right and it's in a beautiful neighborhood in amsterdam right? yeah it's kind of up I, I'm not, I wouldn't say it's the beverly hills of amsterdam but it's upscale so they walk in i'm like hey y'all go in i'm gonna just sit outside i'm just gonna watch the people because i love watching the people Any, whether it be at an airport europe They go to the golden
1: goose store and you sit I'm sitting outside watching
0: the the world walk by. That's it. Yeah. So I'm minding my own business. I am. I'm kinda hey how you doing? So I'm minding my own business. Next thing I know, Gigi yells, Dad, Dad, you need to come in. It's like after twenty minutes. I get up. I got a great seat too. Get up, walk in, and Gigi, who is our oldest daughter, is a fashionista. She is into the trends. She's into all of that stuff. Yeah. And so she goes, Dad, which ones do you like better? Now she's wearing a pair and she's holding a different pair. And just but again, take it from me. I look at them and they look like I wouldn't give them to Goodwill. I mean, I I I wouldn't give those away to a friend, all right? Or an enemy. They're the <laughs> ugliest looking pairs of shoes and I'm like, "Hey, whatever." And I'm thinking, "Who would wear this?" Yeah. Right? These things uh-huh. are ugly as sin. That's right. And so I said, "Hey, hey Whatever you want, you know, buy them both. I don't care because I'm thinking those things couldn't cost twenty dollars. I mean, seriously. Yeah, that's right. If you saw somebody wearing them, you'd say, "Hey, you know, right I'll reach here. my pocket and give you some money. Go, go, upgrade your shoe game." Yep. So she goes, "Oh no, Dad, I, I got to pick one." I said, "Listen, we're we're in Amsterdam. Live a little bit. Buy them both. I don't care. I'm going back outside." So I walk back outside, yeah. mind my own business. Well, about ten minutes later, Amy walks out, my wife. And he goes, all right, honey, we're ready. I said, well, that was quick. He goes, oh yeah, Gigi loved the pair. And I said, what about Emmy? And she goes, well, Emmy wasn't sold on them and maybe she'll come back and get them. I said, well, Emmy should go buy a pair. I mean, just let Emmy buy a pair too. So? And so she goes, okay. So she walks back in. Unbeknownst to me, she's basically telling Emmy what I just said. You know, If you're not sure, get a pair. We can always turn them out. Because again, I'm thinking they're $35, right? So about 15 minutes later, Amy walks back out. She goes, all right, Emmy's ordered a pair. They don't have her in her size. They have them in Brussels, and they're going to ship them. And we need to come back tomorrow and pick them up. I'm like, ah, oh, come on. Can they just ship them to the house? If you want to do that instead, yes. I don't right, want that to costs
1: nothing. I'm because sure I don't that's want to, free. I don't
0: want to come back. I mean, we're in Amsterdam. Let's go explore a little bit. I want to come back to the same place. She goes, all right. So she goes back in. So now they've ordered these shoes for her from Brussels that are going to America. Three pair. I'm buying three pair. Gigi's buying the two. two yeah, because
1: right? Gigi, why, why you know, don't dad make a hey, decision? Hey, dad said, go both. ahead and
0: get them both. So now. Live I, a little. I walk up to the cash register. It's now my time. So I say, well, what credit cards do you take? I'm, Sir, we take a Visa, American Express. What sure. Is, no, Diner's oh, Club. Wait, so I reach in on get Player's
1: my Club with Telly Savalas. No, I don't, time, no, I baby. don't,
0: don't have that. So I bring out my American <laughs> Express. And she goes, that'll be $1,475. <laughs> I, I want to excuse. I said, no, 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 no. Packer. P-A-C-K-E-R. Packer. And there, she, the woman behind us, and again, they're all sophisticated. And again, you got to keep it in mind, it's like the Rodeo Drive of Amsterdam. <laughs> and she goes, Mr. Uh, Packer, I have your card. Your total is 1475 American dollars.
1: American dollars. And I said, American I, said, dollars. I said, no, no,
0: there's a mistake. I said, I, I'm only buying two pairs of sheets. Yes. She goes, no, you're actually buying three. We're shipping you one. I said, okay, I'm buying three pairs of those Those." dirty looking shoes and she goes sir those are golden goose shoes and your total was one thousand four hundred and seventy five dollars and then i knew i had been had can i turn around and i look at my girls and they're like standing 10 feet away like this and they're giving me the look like oh no you can't renege now big man you've you've agreed and so i was tag it i was dad of the year and so off goes the American Express. And more work. $1,475 later, the girls are wearing these golden goose shoes. And they are the ugliest looking thing. And, but women love them. Love them. Look who's calling. Billy. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably the one listen to the show right Billy's now. Billy's like. Get on my case. You spent
1: $1,475? I taught
0: you better than that.
1: So. Put some wooden shoes on them if they're in Amsterdam. Cost you $6. Quick talking point. Quick question. So now when you go on your two-week sojourn to Europe and they say they want to go into a store, what's their lesson you've learned? Let me explain to you how this works. (laughs) This is how you keep a
0: happy marriage and a happy family. Okay. You find a place to sit and you hand them your American Express card so they can go pay for it. So you don't have to see the damage. You just know it's coming And you just deal with it and you say, you know what? If they're happy and they love it, great. Because that makes everybody happy. That's how it works. You learn from experience. So, guys, listen to me. The next time your wife, girlfriend, or daughters say, hey, Dad, I need a pair of Golden Goose shoes, you heard it first from Packer and Durham. Yeah. Prepare yourself.
1: I don't know why people wear them, but hey, whatever makes you happy. There you go. $1,475 Fourteen hundred and seventy-five dollars for three Mr. pairs Mister Packer. Of I have
0: your card. I know what your name is, and you owe us one thousand four hundred and seventy-five American dollars. Would you like to apply this to your American Express? Yep. <laughs> <laughs>
1: when we continue, uh, May. We got, oh, uh, they, <laughs> now you want now you want jokes? Now, now we give you jokes. Now we're gonna get. How you about fun, these huh? two yesterday? You bet. Oh, Whoever man. thought we'd have. Wrestling in the Southeastern Conference. I need my Bob Caudle, my Jim Crockett, my Ric Flair, and my Blackjack Mulligan when we come back on Packer and Durham. This is the Packer and Durham podcast. Hey, yeah, 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 (laughs) yeah. See, sometimes, sometimes when things like wednesday night happen in birmingham what you really need to do is you just need to find a way to keep certain people away from all microphones the next day because nothing good and productive has happened in this right i mean nothing good and productive this is embarrassing to jimbo fisher it's embarrassing to Nick Saban. It's embarrassing to the institutions. It's embarrassing to the Southeastern Conference, despite the fact that some have embraced this as, well, this is the SEC. Come on now. No, you don't want this. These are two of the better coaches in college football, and now we're going to have this cold war? Come on. Well, first of all,
0: <laughs> where would you like to start with this nonsense, this clown show? Um, this was utterly embarrassing unless you love the Jerry Springer show now if you love the Jerry Springer show man this is right down your alley you got two complete clown acts going on at the same time with this the first things first Um, as you all know I have a ton of respect for Greg Sankey I think he's brilliant smart great leader right you're Greg Sankey. You tell both of these morons. Get your rear in Get ends. your rear here to Birmingham, Alabama tomorrow. I don't want anybody talking to the media. I don't want another interview. I don't want television, print, social media. I don't care if you say it to your family. Both of you are coming to my office tomorrow, all right? Mm-hmm. Face-to-face, we're going to clean this up. Uh, end of story. I never want to hear about this again. That's how you handle this. When you got Nick Saban basically throwing mud all over a fellow c- conference member, that is a bad look. And I said this yesterday. What Nick Saban said about name, image, and likeness was one trillion percent accurate. Right. Where he crossed the line is where he made it personal and went after a fellow conference member. And it would have been true whether he was taking a shot at roast beef AM or Texas A&M. Right. right? He, that was a terrible mistake. And he has since said it, but he don't say it to the media ever, ever. Greg Sankey should have gotten in front of this that night and said, hey, enough of this. Mm -hmm. Both of you. Let's go. Now, when Jimbo went off yesterday with the whole, and I wrote it down, reason people don't, I ain't back and worked for him. I mean, we're sitting having fun translating Italian. Somebody help me translate Jimbo. (laughs) Now, Jimbo, I mean, that was an embarrassment yesterday. And I know he's upset because, hey, nobody's going to call me a cheat. Nobody's going to call me a liar. 100% right, Ben. Mm -hmm. But here's how you handle that. Behind closed doors. That airing the dirt. It was an embarrassment to college athletics yesterday. That, that was, and I know people in the media loved it and social media. and it's this the greatest? And you laugh and you cut up. Big picture, man, that was embarrassing. That was a clown
1: show, hmm. SEC style yesterday. That was really disgusting. Here's the uh, top rope move by Jimbo yesterday uh, when he starts talking rope. about Saban's uh, Claims that Texas A&M bought their entire recruiting class. Some people think they're God. Go dig into how God did his his deal. You may find out about, about a guy that a lot of things you don't want to know. We built him up to be the czar of football. Go dig into his past or anybody that's ever coached with him. You can find out anything you want to find out, what he does and how he does it, and it's despicable.
0: All right, with that said, Jimbo, I'll take your word for it. And I said this yesterday, hey, NCAA, you want to talk it or you want to walk it? There's a guy that says right there, you want to know about it? Just ask, you'll find out. Okay, Jimbo, you'd be the first guy I'd talk to today if I was the NCAA investigations. All right, you you want to talk it? You just did. Hey, NCAA, you want to walk it? Knock yourself out. There's a guy that just told you. The guy flat out has been breaking the laws from day one. Again, I don't know if he has or not. I'm not telling you he has or not. But there is a guy that right there just told you NCAA. You want to find out about the way the man does his business? Ask any coach. You'll find out. Well, go for it then. Yeah. Who's stopping you? I I said this yesterday with Nick Saban. Hey, Nick, I I trust him like everybody. I mean, he's to me, he's the greatest college football coach I've ever seen, and he's throwing dirt that hey, that school over there bought every player. Well, you must know that to be a fact, unless you're lying. So hey, NCAA, uh, you should have been in Tuscaloosa yesterday. You should be in College Station today. I mean, you got two guys have won national championships. These aren't Mark Packer, West Durham coaching 101 dudes. These are great football coaches. Mm. Jimbo Fisher was in, the, in the, at Florida State, won a national championship. I mean, the dude can recruit, he can coach. Nick Saban is the best I've ever seen. And they're both of them are basically throwing both of them and their programs under the bus for illegal nonsense. Now, somebody's going to call up like some of the SEC beat writers well, Nick never accused him of cheating. Give me a break. Quit slurping and get in the real world. Get in the real world. If you want to walk it, NCAA, walk it. That's all I'm going to tell you. I thought the whole thing was embarrassing. I thought it was an embarrassment. It was an embarrassment to college athletics, mm-hmm. what was going on with all this. And I, like I said, if you love the Jerry Springer Show and low IQ programs like that, you loved all this nonsense. You loved all of it. I was embarrassed yesterday as a college sports fan. I thought it was disgusting.
1: There are, um, there are points of reference you know, everywhere, but sometimes it's just better in the high-priced, high-spotlight world of college football to just not have the press conference, right? To just not say anything. That didn't happen yesterday at College Station. And when that part happened, after what had happened the night before in Birmingham in a CEO event for the World Games that has nothing to do with college football or Alabama or anything with Nate Oates and Nick Saban and I think that's Jim Dunaway who's there on the stage with him, who's a sports anchor in Birmingham. When all that happens, one thing leads to the next, and now all of a sudden Greg Sankey's got a problem. And that's the last thing Greg Sankey needed was two of his high-profile coaches – publicly accusing people now and he comes
0: out with a statement about you broke bylaw 2.9 to the fourth power i think mean, please that, that statement should not even be here's what you do you yeah. call like i said you call both of them in and say i never want to hear either one of you talk about this to the media again well we're going to straighten this out in my office Here and how you, many times you're going to be sent to the principal's <coughs>
1: office those of us who've been in the atlantic coast conference a handful of years uh, we've seen this act it was Rick Barnes and Dean Smith no on the floor in
0: Greensboro. Yeah, you got it. And what happened the next week? They were in Gene Corrigan's office. House. Yeah. Hey, guess what? Dean Smith and Rick
1: Barnes out. got called to Gene Corrigan's house in Greensboro. Yeah. Not the office. They went to the house, and he basically said, right. stop it. Riot Act. Right. Stop it. Then it's been written about. It's been well documented now in books and places like that. And I'm not telling Greg Sankey how to do his job. He's forgotten more about administrative leadership than I've ever known. But the idea that this got public is going to be the issue. That's going to be the spinoff. Because here now is the other situation. All this is just going to be re-energized next week at the spring meetings in Destin, re-energized in July in Hoover or wherever they're having the SEC kickoff this year. And then it'll be re-energized and it'll be, you know – Jimbo Nick won in October when they play. And none of that is good for college football.
0: That's why I was embarrassed. I mean, you basically have two... Alabama is as high-profile a program <laughs> as there is in college football. Now, yeah. You, put one, you make whatever list you want, they're going to be on a short list. Right. Right? A&M, and I love going to College Station, I love their fans, love everything, the 12th man, all that cool stuff. Um, but you basically had two head coaches telling the world all the dirty secrets. Right. And I I don't think that's healthy for those programs. I don't think it's healthy for the Southeastern Conference. I don't think it's healthy for college sports. Yeah. Now, I know people love that yesterday and they just I mean, I was looking at social media and it was making me sick. I'm like, "Oh, man, this th- this is again, if you love the Jerry Springer show and all that nonsense, then you loved all this, but I thought it was an embarrassment, and looked like a clown
1: show, and, and
0: two guys that I respect uh, really looked childish
1: yeah. in this whole deal." Mm-hmm. Um Sidebar and note to yesterday's transactions, if you will, uh, what was speculated before he went into portal occurred yesterday. Jordan Addison, the Bolitnikoff Award winner at the University of Pittsburgh, who went into the portal after it was being speculated he would, uh, all the speculation pointed to him going to Southern California. Well, yesterday he did. He will go to Southern California to play what I believe will be his final year of college football at USC. So Addison becomes – I don't know. He might make more money at USC than he can in the NFL. Well, there you go, too. So Jordan Addison, no longer with Pittsburgh. I don't think Pitt thought realistically that once he hit the portal, it was a uh, there was going to be a chance. But nonetheless, Addison next stop is Los Angeles where he's reunited with a high school buddy and Caleb Williams, the quarterback.
0: I'm going to miss him at Pitt, though. <laughs> yep, good play. Dude's player. a great – not a good player. He's a great
1: player. He is a when terrific – When you win the
0: Blitnikoff Award, you are the guy. And yep. there's a bunch of dudes at wide receiver in this country. He is one of them.
1: Yep, sure is. All right, when we come back, uh, we're into postseason lacrosse. And last night, uh, two ACC teams advanced into the Final Four on the ladies' side. Boy, and I mean, that crowd right there showed you something in the second half in Chapel Hill. We'll come back. Carolina and B.C. going to the Final Four in Baltimore next. Packer and Durham.
0: You know that Durham guy?
1: Yeah, what about him?
0: There's a reason people don't I ain't back and work for him. (laughs) What about that quote yesterday? What are we doing? That's a Like I said the Jerry Springer show breaking loose in the Southeastern Conference. All right, but uh, we have other stuff to attend. We to. do.
1: We've got. We two are the ACC teams. network. Yeah, we have. We two don't teams. have such problems. That's right. We have other issues. Uh, we uh, we have two teams. Women's lacrosse going to the national semifinals in Baltimore next weekend. Uh, Boston College is going. Congratulations to Acacia Walker Weinstein and the Eagles. They beat Loyola of Maryland twenty to thirteen yesterday. Uh, And they did it in part because four players recorded hat tricks. Bell Smith, seven goals. Look at that pass. Holy smokes. We've had
0: Bell on the show a couple times now. Uh, Listen, we've been harping on this. There are so many great scores in this league. Yep. I mean, just a ton of them. There you go. One of them, by the way, scoreless yesterday in one of these
1: matches. We'll get to that in a second. Um, Eagles, by the way, will meet Maryland next Friday in Baltimore at uh, the campus of Johns Hopkins. That's a two seed against a three seed. Maryland's the two, B.C. is the three. Um, Carolina was pressed into the fourth last night by Stony Brook, the best defensive team in women's lacrosse. Uh, In fact, Jenny Levy's team trailed at halftime, but a strong second half uh tar heels turned it on and win 8-5 a low scoring game comparatively speaking to carolina
0: no doubt jimmy ortega who we so used to scoring like charlotte north does did not score in this game which uh. is very unusual but taylor moreno there, there she is right there she is no joke man she stops everything i've had her on the show many times talented artist Great experience. North Carolina, the number one overall seed. They advance. and uh, But they were tested, like you said, last night, was that, that was not a layup for North Carolina last night.
1: They closed the game on a 4 nothing run, held the Seawolves scoreless in the last 20 and a half minutes, and you dance all night in Chapel Hill. Carolina off to the Final Four. Uh, the Tar Heels will play Northwestern. Why is that? Because Northwestern beat Syracuse 15-4. to uh, Syracuse's season comes to a close. Megan Tyrell, who was with us uh, earlier in the week, got the scoring started with a goal, but then Northwestern went to work. She scored three of the four goals for Syracuse. Yep. You only score four, you're not going to win. Yep. That's the way it works. And the Wildcats post the win. The Orange conclude the season 15-6. and six. Uh, Olivia Adamson Had her ninth goal of the NCAA tournament along the way for the Oranges.
0: So a lot of chalk. Give the NCAA some credit here. We rip them all the time from committees that may not seed correctly. But number one, number two, number three, number
1: four, all advance to next Friday's semifinals. Uh, Megan Tyrell's goal, by the way, the first one of the day, was her 200th of her career. Seventh player in program history to reach 200 goals at Syracuse. 78 goals this season, second on the single season list, just one behind Coach Kayla Trainers. 79 goals, that I think we talked with her about the other
0: day. Which she did not know that. That's right. She's, I wasn't aware of that. Yeah, yeah. she needed four, she had three.
1: So uh, the ACC, who had three teams last year in the final four, gets uh, two this year. Only two. Yep. <sighs> and uh, we'll get to the men's uh, quarterfinals coming up. So Well, again,
0: we, we had uh, Lars Tiffany on the show yesterday. Virginia. And number one, Maryland, on Sunday. Mm -hmm. Virginia, the only ACC team to get into the NCW Tournament. As we said, it's the first time since 1975 the league did not get more than two. Two or more. Single team. Only one. It's Virginia. Still alive and kicking. But, as Lars said yesterday, Mm -hmm. that is big time Sunday. Number one, Maryland. He thinks the best team in men's lacrosse in the last
1: 10 to 15 years. That's what he said. So we'll have BC Maryland. Carolina Northwestern uh, next weekend in Baltimore in the women's lacrosse Final Four. Pretty good there?
0: Well, I would have loved to have seen Syracuse get in. Yep. I, mean, I would have liked to have had 75% of the Final Four on that department, but I uh, have to live with 50%. But North Carolina is the team to beat on the women's side. Everybody's it said that. And Maryland's the team to beat on the men's side.
1: And could have an All-ACC National Championship again.
0: Uh, we said this in the middle of the regular season. Yep. That, you know, the first North Carolina B.C. game, which was, I think, 16-15. Can't wait to see it again. We got that in the ACC championship game, which was number one versus number two nationally. Mm -hmm. Uh, Would not surprise me if we get that for the national championship. There you go.
1: So, uh, coming up, we will uh, visit with Emma Gossman, uh, one of Packers' rowers at Syracuse. That's it. Yeah, look at that. Makes her debut. That's it. So, Emma Gossman joins us next. We will talk to her. And does that not look beautiful there on the lake? Sure does. Yeah, be a great spot for a live show, wouldn't it? Yeah, Lake Como coming up next. Yeah, rowing, ACC rowing in Italy. Lake Como. Emma Gosman next on Packer and Durham. Here's Mark Packer and Wes Durham.
0: Packer and Durham. It's a Friday. Your lucky number today is six thirty-two. Six thirty-two, and on Monday, by the way, a Packer and Durham first—something that's never happened ever on yeah. this show on Monday's show. So it still counts
1: as a show, though. Oh, it does. Drew Carter and Dana Boyle will be here on Monday. No not, Packer or Durham, not here, but they'll have the show for you at seven o'clock Monday. Uh, you can expect full coverage of lacrosse and other news and information with Drew and Dana. They will compare bagels. Things of that nature. Probably. Yeah. Um, 633 will be the first Packer in Durham without Packer or Durham. How about that? There you go. Hope they don't get used to it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's go to Central New York. Um, can we welcome Emma Gossman to this show today? We can. Makes right. her debut. Emma Gossman, good morning. How are you? Good
2: morning. I'm good. How are you guys?
1: Emma, this is, where, what kind of backdrop we got here? Where are we? Are we getting ready to practice here? What's going on? Work out? What's happening?
2: No, we are just in our uh, rowing performance center that we have, a fire where we train. Behind me is the tank, which we use in the winter uh, for training and stuff like that. We got ergs all around me before we practice.
0: Well, what do you mean in the winter? You mean it gets cold up there? Huh? It's Syracuse, <laughs> Central New York. Only a little. yeah i'd slide right on that ice you you guys would be making record time on that ice on these uh shells now i know how you guys roll
2: we actually do have ice breaking boats that we take out when it's early on in the season that we are okay with getting a little bit damaged um to hit the ice
0: now wait a minute who's in charge of that that's uh, i i'm not aware of this now we have ice breaking boats we really do
2: well, they're technically our regular rowing shells. They're just the ones that we've had for a few years, so they're not our racing shells. So it's okay if they take a little bit of a hit.
0: So okay. who's in charge of that? I mean, right. who says, hey, I, I want to volunteer to be out there in the ice and break <laughs> it. I mean, Is that like a fun thing to do? Cause that sounds like torture.
2: It's not really fun because you're expected to have like a normal practice, but you're hitting ice. Oh. If you want to sit in the crocs and seat. It's
1: all yours. Yeah, I'm gonna pass okay. on that opportunity. All right, Emma, I, I'm sorry. We're gonna we're gonna skew off the rail here just a little bit at the top. How cold? I mean, there's got to be a, a a limit here on. Hey, okay, we're not getting in the water today. It is four degrees. We're not getting in the water. It's eleven or what? <laughs> Where is there? There's got to be some kind of floor to when you will and won't get in the water, right?
2: Kinda. I honestly don't know what temperature we, is our cutoff. I know that I have suited up for practice uh, with four short, four shirts, two pairs of pants, a pair of socks, plastic bags, and another pair of socks, and a hat, and gone out to row. That's been my limit. The four shirts is where I usually cap off.
0: Boy, that, I don't is, know the exact I care. that is dedication. Though. That's passion. Or maybe that's <laughs> just a, a lack of intelligence. No disrespect, I mean, you got to be out of your mind to do that. For crying out loud, if it's that cold. Uh, But nevertheless, uh, Lake Lake Hartwell last week uh, ACC rowing championships. I know winning that ACC title was on top of the list of things to do. Virginia give them all the credit in the world. They've been spectacular, but man, Syracuse has had a great, great year on the water.
2: Yeah, we really have. We've been working really hard. A lot of hard. Uh, long meters put on in the air during the winter, a lot of long uh, hours on the water. We really thought and really hoped that we would be able to come away with that win. Unfortunately, it didn't happen for us this year, but the team's in an awesome, awesome spot to be moving forward next year to hopefully get the championship back at Syracuse next year.
1: Emma, I think a lot of people, you know, old ACC fans, people that have followed the ACC know about Virginia's prowess in this rowing. Syracuse, though, has been to five of the last six NCAA championship regattas here the program has got such a really good foundation. Um, what's it? What's the competitive level been like? I know you're a senior. The competitive level looks like it's really gone up, though, even in your program. And, and at the same time, the, pardon the analogy here, the rising tide raises all ships, so to speak, right? I mean, it just feels like this league's gotten really good in rowing as a result of Syracuse being a part of it as well.
2: Yeah, for sure. In my four years here, we've – definitely shifted the conversation you know my freshman year we didn't make ncaa's and it was really tough for us really heartbreaking so to be able to qualify two years in a row um after all the hard work that we've put in and been able to do that has been awesome and i think that you know the good competitors around us like virginia's won 19 out of the last 20 uh acc championships so we're really like Grateful to them as competitors to keep coming back every year, putting out great performances, so that we can hopefully raise our game and try to finally like take the trophy away from them. Mm. Um, but it's just been like awesome these last four years, really seeing the team build and the momentum build, and you know, getting a new coaching staff. But my freshman year, um, I think, has really done a great job in terms of turning the program around. We've got some really awesome athletes all around me that help kind of push us, um, hopefully, get us to where we want to go, and hopefully, have an awesome, you know. Uh, performance this uh, upcoming NCAAs, which we might have a second time going. Um, so super excited, looking forward to all that and just really grateful for awesome competitors that we have like, across the ACC.
0: So Emma, coming up, you're heading down to Sarasota, Florida. And I know this is going to sound like a crazy question, <laughs> uh, but I'm assuming all bodies of water have like different speeds. Does that make sense? So, so with that said, what do you think, the, the, what, what will Sarasota feel like versus Lake Hartwell? Or is there no no difference at all? You're in the water, you're in the water.
2: Yeah, so there actually is a difference. Um, warmer water is faster, so we're always excited when we go down south and race because we have better times um, compared to practicing up here. Um, Sarasota is actually really cool. Nathan Benderson Park is a man-made course specifically designed for rowing. Hmm. So it kind of takes away a lot of the other factors and challenges like wind, current, um, wake stuff like that and so that should be a really awesome course because like it's just the rowing there's no other factors that really can make you go uh any slower take away from it uh it's really just the power that we can put in the boat but with it being warmer water we're expecting a little bit of faster time yeah
0: i always find that interesting because like when we are talking to swimmers we will talk about certain pools or like at fast tracks and i always wondered if that was also (laughs) true with bodies of water when we start talking about rowing. So that actually is true. I mean, so you're expecting, hey, we're going down south, warm water means we're speeding, man-made lake. It changes really the whole dynamic.
2: Right. And so a lot it takes a lot of the outside factors, and obviously as we're all checking times of things we're coming in with the conference championships and a big 10, Pac-12, all that, we're checking their times like, oh, that's really fast water. Oh, that's a really fast time. You can kind of like check if all the boats across the different levels are going really fast.
1: Okay. Um, I have a question off the athletic grid. Um, I, I read where you're a major in biology and citizenship and civic engagement, and you've taken yes. an interest in uh, finding healthier food, right, for everybody. What Take me through what you've learned in that light. I think a lot of people might think this is tied to athletics, but it's it, it is or it isn't i mean you you kind of explain what you've discovered in your studies here that are comparable and non-comparable to what you do from a rowing perspective i guess
2: sure uh so through my citizenship and civic engagement major um, my cce courses uh we we're kind of tasked with finding a problem in the greater syracuse area researching it finding a way designing a way to impl- uh, to fix it and then implementing it and so i chose to look at food insecurity in the syracuse area and how people who use food pantries uh, are often put at a disadvantage in terms of the healthy, nutritious food that they are able to eat and enjoy. Um, and then that causes long-term negative health effects in their future. Uh, so what I did is I did some research. I kind of found out why the uh, food pantries, like, were they just not providing the healthy food? or people not taking the healthy food? And I discovered that at uh, a local food pantry that I partnered with, there was healthy food available. People just weren't taking it. So I kind of tried to figure out why. And a lot of it was that people didn't know how to use the ingredients or they didn't think it would taste good. And so I came up with this healthy recipe and supplemental nutrition um, ingredient program to put into this food pantry. And basically what that means is I take the food pantry staples that they receive each month and I design recipes around them. that are healthy, based on like low sodium foods, high protein, stuff like that. And then I go out to the store and I buy supplemental ingredients to make the food actually taste good. Because if you just hand someone a can of beans or lentils and say, here, eat this, they're not going to want to eat it because it doesn't taste good. And therefore they're not getting the nutrition benefits. So I provide things like paprika or cumin to actually go with the recipes because the food pantries often don't provide that stuff. So it makes and gives people the opportunity who use uh, food pantries to make healthy recipes that actually taste good. That are actually able to improve
0: their health long term. Wow! And so is, I
2: think that can go ahead.
0: I, know, I didn't mean no. I didn't mean to interrupt. That that's brilliant. I, I, have you been able to to max? I mean, again, I know from the heart, and it's something you got a passion for, which is great. Have you been able to figure out a way to monetarily make that a beautiful thing? That's a great idea.
2: Yeah. So I, um, through my program, was able to receive a grant to buy all of the ingredients. Um, I, wrote, I personally, <clears throat> excuse me, personally ran the program for seven months based off of the money that I received from my grant. Uh, and then talking with the executive director of the food pantry and the community center that it's run with, he actually said that he was going to be taking some of my research uh, and what I've like, written and put together and make a grant proposal for it to bring to the executive uh, board so that this program can long-term be built into the budget uh, of the food pantry.
0: That is fabulous! Congratulations on that. I mean, that's just that's awesome. a great,
1: great idea. Really great. I um, I can't wait to hear the hardest class question. I really can't because this is like she's got real. She's got real classes. Here. I'm almost afraid to ask. The go question. ahead. Just go ahead and ask. All right,
0: Emma. Here's the deal. We've asked this to everybody uh, who's a student athlete that comes on the show for the first time, uh, but since you've been at Syracuse, what has been your hardest class?
2: Oh man. My hardest class. I think I have to give it to organic chemistry, too. That mm. was just horrible. <laughs> I took that during uh, our online COVID semester in my bedroom. Uh, and it just was not not a good time on Zoom virtual learning with that. Um, definitely going to have to relearn some of that material for the future.
0: Well, I'm impressed. I mean, uh, I've had a good time with the rowing situation in this league. We come up with our Pac-Man rankings and all that stuff. And and the athletic part is one thing. uh, But what you're doing to make a difference with lives is even more important. And I'm just incredibly impressed. That's a great idea and wish you nothing but success with it. That's fantastic. Thank
2: you. Thank
1: you. Emma, I I just want to clarify here one thing. Nobody who rows at Syracuse actually thinks Packer knows what he's talking about, right, when he does these (laughs) rowing rankings. I mean nobody up there like nobody up there says, Well this man on ACC network has made us second in the row. I mean, people really don't think this is some sort of authority down here on this, do they?
2: You know, maybe not an authority, but we're always happy to have good rankings. So we'll we'll take them where
0: we can get them. Hey, Amber, just remember one thing, though. Uh, in the middle of December or January, when you look outside and you've got your four layers on and your baggies and your 19 pairs of mittens, you go, We need somebody to go out there and break the ice. Lose my number, will you? Please, lose my number
1: i going to
2: call you? No, no. no, no. We're no.
0: still buds, but I, I'm not available in December yeah. or January to break
1: the ice. Uh, unless it's in cl- the glass. There you go. <laughs> hey, uh, good luck at the Nationals. Uh, we look forward to following you and Virginia and others in the ACC. But uh, we appreciate your time today, and congratulations on the work you're doing. That's incredibly fascinating and I know rewarding for you. So thank you so much.
2: Thank
1: you. All right. Emma Gossman. What a great idea!
0: That, I mean, that's brilliant. That's making a difference right there. I, I love stories
1: like that. That is very cool. You want to say it again about student athletes in this league? Oh, no, I mean,
0: it's it's you know, like I said, you could you could follow the clown act, which we talked about earlier. And then you got this league, which is doing things at a completely different level.
1: Totally Amazing different stuff. Uh, when we come back. We got, uh, we got to check baseball scoreboards. Series started last night yeah, with the weekend. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we saw some things. Divisions on the line. Got some movement in the home run race, too, I noticed. We'll check all the scores, baseball, softball, and more when we continue after this.
0: Tune into to Packer and Durham weekday mornings from 7 to 10 Eastern for the best conversations about everything from the ACC. Find it on the ACC Network, Sirius XM Channel 371, and streaming on the
2: ESPN app.